Hi, and welcome to the Becoming Trauma-Informed podcast, where we help you understand how your past painful experiences are affecting your current reality and how you can shift those so you can create your desired future. I'm Dr. Lee, and both myself and our team at the Institute for Trauma and Psychological Safety are excited to support you on your journey. We talk about all the things on this podcast. No topic gets left uncovered. So extending a content warning to you before we get started. If you notice yourself getting activated while listening, invitation to take care of yourself and to pause, skip ahead a bit, or just check out another episode. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. So I'm pretty sure this episode is coming out a daily and it's not a daily because it's not behind or ahead. I get to literally decide when these come out. <laughs> we typically post them on Tuesdays and we're posting it on Wednesday. And the reason behind that is because, I, you know, we had a week. We had a week and it was incredible and beautiful and amazing and expansive and awesome and exhausting and clarifying and What's really fascinating for me is that I feel like there are trends in my life. I feel like as I'm moving through things, a lot of times other people are moving through things as well. So last week, I got the intuitive hit to keep our trauma-sensitive business collective enrollment open through March 9th and to do a bonus call around manifestation to let people feel what it it feels like to be in the community with us. So we did it on Zoom and it talked about trauma-sensitive manifestation and how to, you know, call in your desires, specifically from the entrepreneurial perspective, but like, honestly, you know, just as a human in general. And so that day was Thursday, March 2nd. And Thursday, March 2nd was also the day that everyone was arriving at our empowerment retreat. And this is the first retreat that I had held in almost two years. We rented this really gorgeous house. It was called the Big Gray. It was so pretty. It was so amazing. I literally told TLC, I said, this is how I want. Like this is this is how I want to decorate our next house. This is what I want. So we got there and the amazing Shay Hardy, who is our institute's photographer and live moment capture. (laughs) She's going to be at our events all year that we do in person. And she does a lot of behind the scenes stuff. She came and we got some photographs with me and TLC and around the business. And, you know, from, from a retreat perspective, she also got some footage and pictures of me while I was putting on the manifestation community call while I was hosting it. That was fun, but that was a new experience because I haven't had somebody like up close and personal photographing, recording while I was doing those things. So as soon as that was over, (laughs) we prepped for everyone to arrive. And then it was Thursday night getting settled. Friday and Saturday, we had the most gorgeous experience. The way that I lead retreats is just kind of different. I don't stay at the house typically with everyone else. If everyone's staying at the same location, I typically stay somewhere nearby. I I live about 15 minutes from where we were at. So that's for me because as an ambivert, like I need to be able to come to a comfortable place when I'm done and like recharge so that I can have the energy to be extroverted for 13 hours the following day and the day after that, day after that. So that's one of the things I do around retreats. The other thing is that I do not cook. I make sure that from a a support perspective that I am really, really, really supported. So 
Grace, one of the new humans who's come onto our ITPS team, was there to help out. My sister helped out. TLC supported. And we ordered all the food, <laughs> every meal we ordered in. And we just had snacks in the house. And we focused in on a lot of everybody was cocooned up. We had blankets and comfy clothes and pillows. And we talked and we felt our feelings. And we said really vulnerable and scary things. And the theme that came through this was fire. When I lead retreats, I typically have like a loose plan. And what I find is, is that there's, there's just normally some sort of, like I said, a theme that comes through. And so, you know, we knew that we were talking about power and about influence and about manipulation and about abdicating our power and about forcing our power onto other people. And we were talking about consent and desire and pleasure and fear and trauma and all of these things. And what came through was, is that, you know, all of us, we had women and non-binary humans at this retreat. All of us could feel like we had this fire, right? Like we have this fire deep down in like the depths of our, for some of us, it feels like womb. For some of us, it feels like, you know, our seat for like me, it's like literally like between my legs, it's that place. It's this place of creation and where infinite intelligence, universe, God, source, whatever, however you refer to it. And I create together, right? I've birthed three humans and that's literal infinite intelligence, universe, God, and me and my partner, my husband, all working together to create something, to create literal life and to birth that into the universe. And so we were talking about how it's very hard for us to have fires that burn deep and bright and hot and that are able to like light other fires places if we see our fires as dangerous or if we've been taught that we have to burn out ourselves or dim our own fires to like help light other people's or help them shine you know if we've got scarcity mentality around it the other piece that we realize is that fire can feel really really dangerous that fire within us can feel so dangerous if we don't know how to hold it if we don't know how to contain it in a way that allows it to be really powerful without burning us or others, right? And so this whole conversation about really stoking the fire inside and allowing that to be bright enough that it shows other people, yeah, like I can light my fire too. And like I, me, you know, if I have a a fire that's burning bright and hot and is consistent, like other people can come to that and put their torch in and relight, rekindle their own fires off of that. But if my fire is just like warm embers, people can't light themselves. Like people can't get fire from that. They can't get warm from that. They can't get nourishment from that. And I can't either. It was a gorgeous experience around really seeing that the way in which we manifest, the way in which we call in what we really, really want is by paying attention to what helps grow that fire versus what stamps that fire out and paying attention to that yes and that no that come from that place of like, is this going to make or help or support my fire and burning brighter? Is this going to add kindling to it? Is this going to help me contain it in a way that it feels really safe? Or is this going to snuff it out? Is this going to make it smaller? Is this like pouring water on top of it? And also paying attention to 
am I trying to pour gasoline on my fire and in order to like move faster or burn brighter like super quickly from this urgent place? That's not aligned and that's not intentional. And like that will end up burning people because it's going to grow too quickly and become dangerous and not be able to be contained. And then I'm going to have to clean up that mess. And I'm going to have to own like who got burned, you know, make reparations and, and take responsibility for all the places that I didn't ensure that that fire was contained. And the last piece is, is that a lot of us think that we have to be the ones to keep our fires contained all the time. And, you know, our retreats are open to people who like, we don't care who you love or, or who you're attracted to. That's, you know, we honor all expressions of attraction and love and connection. And what a lot of us realized is, is that we really thrive when we have an intimate partner, intimate partners that provide structure and support for us and help us contain that, right? And who also help provide kindling and fuel for that fire in ways. And I realized that my team is such a huge support of and such a huge provider of kindling and fuel. And also I realized that TLC and some humans in my life are really, really great at like when things start to feel out of control or dangerous being like, Hey, let me help you hold that. Let me help you contain that. Like I've got you. You're not too much. Your fire is not too bright for me. I can help you hold it. So those were just some of the realizations that I had coming out of that retreat. I think a lot of the humans out of retreat had some similar manifestations, some similar desires come up, some similar noticings around their own fires. And I wanted to share that with you all and also just invite you if you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds phenomenal. And that's something that I'd really, really like to participate in to send us a, an email and let us know that you'd like details about the retreat. And we'd be happy to send those to you. It'll be in Columbus, Ohio, June 15th through 18th. And, you know, I thought about making this episode longer. And then I was like, no, this gets to be enough, right? This gets to be enough. The amount of fire that I have, <laughs> the amount of energy and capacity that I have this week, like that's it. The last thing I want to just say is that if you are somebody who is like, well, I'm not really a retreat person, but I would really like to learn how to, you know, own my desires and manifest what I want in business and like not be afraid of that fire within me, figure out how to help others through my business without burning myself out, without just having like these barely warm embers, right? And, or if you're somebody that's like, every time I try to grow my business, I feel like the fire gets too bright and, and, burns people or, or myself, or I feel like I give and I give and I give and I burn out. Like you get to come and join our collective. You know, our collective is a space where we really own what our current capacities are and we own our containers and we own our fires. And if we have the capability to witness other people around, yeah, like my fire got a little out of control and I got burned and like, and let us love you around you saying that and sharing that. Or maybe you're like, hey, anybody's got an extra torch to spare? Like, can you hand it this way? Like, I need some witnessing. I need some comfort. I need some love. I need some strategy. I need some coaching. And and that's why from a coaching perspective and a strategy perspective, that's where TLC and Sarah and myself come in and we're really here to support you through that. So 
If you've been trying to keep your fire lit and contained on your own, especially as a business owner or an entrepreneur, like invitation to look at that because we weren't meant to do this alone. We're not meant to do this alone. That's not how we as humans are designed. We are meant to do this in community and as a collective and to collaborate and to help each other and to nourish each other and help each other grow. So just an invitation if you're an entrepreneur and you're like, oh yeah, actually it would feel really good to grow my business and stoke my fire and learn how to contain it as I grow in community. We'd love to have you. So that's all I have for you this week. I hope that, and I want to invite you to just think about how you can stoke your own fire this week, you know, figure out kind of where your flame's at, start being more aware of, of where that flame's at. And, you know, do you need kindling? Do you need fuel? Do you need a little oxygen, right? Do you need to put up a a smoke screen? Do you need to put a better container around that fire? Like, what do you need? And lean into seeing like, okay, this is what I need. And also, this is what I want, right? This is what I want moving forward. And how can I let myself have that? How can I receive that? It's not always a question of how do I get it or how do I make it happen? Sometimes it's a question of how do I open myself up to receive that? How do I, how do I open to allow that in? How do I shift my focus so I can see all the places that it's already trying to come into my life and just allow it to be there? Because receptivity is one of those things that is really, really hard. And, you know, if your flu is closed, if there's no oxygen source, if you're not letting the literal air in, if you're not, you know, letting life into the space where you're trying to build your fire, then it's going to be kind of hard to do that. So love you all. I hope you have a fabulous week. Hope I see you in the collective or I see you at our next retreat. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode invitation to head to our show notes to check out the offers and connections we mentioned. Or you can just head straight over to instituteforTrauma.com and hop in our email list so that you never miss any of the cool things that we're doing over at the Institute. Invitation to be well and to take care of yourself this week, and we'll see you next time.